already acting up already that's what happened when you sleepy tired that's what happened when we you sleepy tired mm. what are we talking about today jay love so today we are talking about the power of the pussy oh lord power of the punani and yeah and basically what i mean about the power of the pussy is like the knowledge that you have about the pussy about sex, pussy health, the way it looks, letting people in it. The things that they leave in it when you let them in it. Right. Mm-hmm. I can dig that. So I remember a while ago you said that you wanted this to be a topic. Is there a specific reason why you wanted to talk about all of the things surrounding the lovely JJ? Because I think a lot of people are unaware of what really happens and what really goes on and how powerful she really is. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like this topic is good for the people who deal with those vagina insecurities. True. Because a lot of women think that if it don't smell like roses, something's wrong. If... if I'm discharging, something's wrong, and they feel like they need to buy all of these products to clean their vagina and end up making her sick in reality. Right. So I feel like this is a much needed topic, and we could talk about and discuss how the pussy really be controlling these little boys. That too, and what chakra balances the pussy. Yeah. What chakra balances your vagina? Chakras are basically energy centers that control the emotions. Mm-hmm. And which one of those balances the vajayjay? Muladhara chakra. Muladhara. The base chakra. The root chakra. The young Muladhara. The earth chakra. The young Muladhara. The basis of life chakra. (laughs) Basically, this is the chakra that rules sexuality, Mm -hmm. lust, Mm -hmm. obsession, Mm -hmm. stability, security. And do y'all understand, do y'all, all the things that she's listing, if your vagina is not balanced, A lot of these things in your life will be going on. A lot of the chaos that we endure. Once we got a hold to the information and we seen what was the effect of an imbalanced chakra, 
we worked very hard and the root chakra was the very, very first one. That's where you're supposed to start. But that was where justice was like, let's start here. This is happening to you. You are imbalanced here. X, Y, and Z. This is what you need to do. And I did it. And shit, it helps with communication too. Yeah, man, because if one chakra block, you're supposed to start at the root chakra. How you going to get up to the rest of them? Exactly. It's just like a flower. So this is basically the chakra that starts everything off. Mm-hmm. It's the base. It's for your security, protection, to feel grounded. Amen. And your yoni. Yoni? Yoni? Tomato, tomato. So your yoni? However you say it. Okay, I say yoni. But it has things to do with your yoni as well. Mm-hmm. And there's foods, meditations, oils, crystals, all type of things out there that you can research and find out what sparks your interest, you know, to mm-hmm. balance it. Right. I feel you. But yeah, that's the main chakra and oftentimes it can be blocked by sexual traumas, heartbreaks from friends and relationships. Mm-hmm. It can be from being unstable as a child, not really being grounded and connected with earth. Mm-hmm. All those things are absolutely reversible. Of course. It just takes a whole lot of hard work and dedication because sometimes I feel like my root chakra can be open more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. Work but in progress. I was just going to say, well, we're a work in progress. I just wanted to basically do this episode, babe, because I feel like there's a lot of women out there who may have questions and they might be afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. And they, a lot of people don't know what's normal. A lot of people get made fun of, too, on the internet for what's normal mm-hmm. and things that women can't help. Yeah. Such as the different size of the Libya. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of controversy going on about if you're supposed to have a perfect one or if it's stretched out. If it's longer than others, that you got a lot of mouths on your pussy. That is not... That is inaccurate information. They come in many shapes, sizes, colors, everything. The whole shebang. You get a different kitty cat with every woman you meet. Right. No cat is the same. And I feel like it needs to be normalized more. People... That's why we need sexual education that goes into detail about things like this. Mm -hmm. Because... People really out here making fun of how God made them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And people talking about guys and some women talk about how a lot of sex can make your pussy loose when really your pussy, the vagina, is actually just a muscle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, so, con- it, it expands and it contracts. Exactly. When she's aroused. Exactly. And if... Some people might experience a loose vagina, but mm-hmm. that's because they need to work on their muscles. Mm-hmm. And you can't have weak muscles. Hell, it's just like your arms exactly. and your legs. If you so. ain't doing no push-ups, no sit-ups, you got weak muscles. And that's why we got Kegels. Kegels, you can literally do them anytime. Kegel is just the actual exercise where you just contract and open. 
Kegels. Yeah, do your Kegels. Kegels. You can do Kegels on the dick and everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. And that helps. But I think it, missionary and the guy is on top or whatever, girl with a strap, whatever it is on top, which it'll make you feel better and your partner feel better while you're doing a Kegel in that position. Mm-hmm. Yep. Guys love that too. I and see it on the even, internet all the time. They don't even know what be happening. I was just gonna say they don't even be knowing what the fuck going on. I'm just tightening my pussy muscles. So basically, yeah, muscles fatigue, and sometimes they don't fully contract. So like we said, you can do kegels, and sometimes you can do yoni eggs, and it's a whole bunch of different type of little home remedies. But I think the most successful one is actually working the actual muscle. And it's just not all women, because some women snap right back. Some women don't. Like me. Period. Same. <laughs> I got that snap that pussy back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, work them muscles, okay? Okay. I feel like people should know more about pussy not smelling like roses. Mm-hmm. And discharge. Discharge. And but the thing about the pussy smell and the pussy taste, I think all these songs and shit got people on their pussy to literally taste like a can of pineapples. <laughs> like <laughs> going out and eat one can of pineapples is not gonna make your pussy taste like pineapples. You feel me? True, true. And I don't think pineapples the thing that do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of your body. You you have to take care of your body as a whole to get your vagina to taste a certain type of way. And it's still not finna taste like no damn fruit. Yeah, it's just okay. So I'm gonna tell you what it tastes like since I know <laughs> when a woman is eating a salty ass diet, the shit will taste like a motherfucking pork chop. And I kid you not, I have had both vegan pussy and carnivore pussy. And nine times out of ten, a woman who just don't give a fuck about her diet, she in the drive-thru every other day. She eating pork. She drinking soda after soda. Her vagina is very acidic and it's going to taste like her diet. I wouldn't say acidic. If you eating all that shit, pork and all of that shit, and it's... Because with the healthy pH, it's more acidic than a bad pH. But it's going to be a bad acidic. It's going to be, and I mean acidic in the fa- in the sense that it tastes like salt. It's going to be salty. Yeah, okay. It's going to taste like salt. And I've had that in my mouth before. It's going to feel like acid. Yeah, and it tasted, <laughs> like, it tasted like, you know, when you bite into a pork chop that has too much seasoning uh-huh. on it? That's exactly what it tastes like. Wow. Exactly. And I've had one that you, <laughs> ooh, you get down there and you just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't taste like nothing. It don't taste like nothing. And that is a blessing. And I thank you for that, J-Love. Girl, what? <laughs> I'm hollering. And for the men that's out here drinking sodas, eating McDonald's, just being unhealthy, um, y'all come taste like nail polish. You know how you accidentally taste oh nail polish? God. Yeah. You know how you accidentally do that? Yeah. yeah. 
That shit is not okay. And then niggas be want somebody to swallow their nut. Like, who the fuck finna swallow that bullshit? That ain't even finna get up in me. That's why it's important to wait to mature to have sex. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can know what the fuck you doing. Mm-hmm. Because girl, child, anyway. You was out here drinking battery acid. Nah, I ain't drinking no battery acid. I ain't gonna tell that story because that's trifling. But I told him not to do that to me. And he did it. So he tasted battery acid. Oh, yeah, because you spit it back in his Yeah, mouth. period. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Even drink spring water, your distilled water. You know, just have a healthy, balanced diet. Mm-hmm. You can eat a burger. We're not telling you to just go cold turkey, raw, vegan. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Just take care of yourself. Don't ask. Kind of have a salad here, you know? Eat some fruit every day. Brush your teeth. Ooh, because y'all killing these sisters out here. We tired of hearing about the battery acid in their throat. They don't like it, apparently. Don't shoot the messengers. <laughs> We're just here to deliver, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. One thing that people might be ashamed of, though, is like needing lube. And I don't think people should be ashamed of that because it helps with sex. Mm-hmm. It helps sex to be more enjoyable because everybody don't produce the same and mm-hmm. everybody different. Right. I agree. Ain't nothing wrong with lubing up that cat if you need to. Bleaching of panties. Like your panties turning a different color in the seat area. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely fucking normal. Why? Yes, why? Because your discharge is high in acid levels. Mm-hmm. Like the pH level is high. Mm-hmm. And that could bleach some shit. But mm-hmm. you can prevent it more so by... If you see discharge in your underwear, taking those off, rinsing them, you know, cleaning mm-hmm. the wish out, whatever. And discharge means that your vagina is cleansing itself. Exactly. She's just pushing out the bad stuff. That's why it is acidic because the bad stuff in your body is being pushed out through your vagina. So healthy pH is more on the acidic, acidic side. So it lets you know that it's healthy and working yes but that don't mean it had to taste like a bucket of salt right and when we mean when i say acidic i mean chemical based like you know the makeup of it i don't mm-hmm. mean the taste of it two totally different things yeah when she Shay says acidic she mean like it tastes like fucking yeah, acid it's gonna make your blood pressure go up <laughs> after the feast don't have a headache y'all need some lisinopril mm-hmm. sodium pussy okay Pope chop pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Crazy girl. Okay, so like Bay said, though, Bay was talking about, you remember, he was like, the vagina is self cleaning. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. Mm -hmm. So don't dish. Don't do that shit. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just let it be. Why? Because it has the potential to rip your natural oils out. Mm -hmm. Your vagina is Mm self-cleansing. That's what discharge is. We already covered that. We get that. So there's no need for you to go and dush. Right. Now what you can do is soak it in some vinegar. That is not a bad thing. But you don't need to put anything up in your vagina. It is okay. Whatever's up there, she's going to spit it out. Know that. So, but if you want to soak in in um, your vinegar just to get it extra clean or whatever you want to do, snap it back. Oh, do that. But don't put it in there. 
she research good. the amounts and all that. Just exactly. don't go sit your ass in a pot of vinegar. Exactly. So Shay J said, we can sit in vinegar and the cootie gonna be all right. No, just do your homework, ladies. Everything that we tell you, do your homework. Do your own research because yes. everybody different. Yes. 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 That part. Virginity. Yeah, you said some interesting stuff about that. What is your deal with the virginity? That should be pissing me the fuck off. Houseway. Popping cherries and I took her virginity and shit, blah, 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 blah. Well, what happened, babe? Well, first of all, taking somebody's virginity sounds like you done took some shit, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not what happens. Basically, I feel like virginity is something that's made up. It's just something to put a label on people and judge women, you know, and to scare girls in church and shit mm-hmm. to see, I mean, to make sure they're not having sex. I feel like the idea was put in place to label and categorize the people and hold, make women hold their body to a different type of standard based on sex. Right. Not based on their body as a whole. Right. Like, oh, I'm not better than you because I haven't had sex yet. That's just something that I haven't had. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you. I just feel like that's another box for people to put in to separate people. And what did we say? No boxes. No boxes at all. I agree. So, like, you can't, you know, like, I feel like in school, I feel like when we were younger, people used to tell us, you know, how um, you can go to the doctor and they can tell if you had sex or not. Mm-hmm. And it's not really true. All women aren't born with the thing called hymen. Everybody that was born with female body parts weren't born with hymens. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you weren't born with a hymen, how is it possible for you to go to the doctor, check if you had sex or not? That's true. And the whole pop and cherry thing is just really, maybe you broke somebody's hymen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's some... I was reading something about how it's secure and you really can't break it easily. And I feel like when you bleed during sex, I feel like it's because you ripped it because you wasn't aroused like you support you like you should have been during sex. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting theory. Because the vagina expands and opens up when you're aroused and when you're not as aroused, it's tight because it opens up for penetration. Because it opens up for penetration, you think there there's no way to take the virginity, like make it bleed, or I'm it shouldn't make it bleed. I'm just saying that making it bleed is not a good thing. You know, it's like shoving something that's too big and stretching the skin, and it bleeds, mm-hmm. ripping of it of whatever part of the vagina. I'm not really sure, but I feel like it's ripage, right? And I've had sex before and bled, and I feel like it burned when I peed. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, because it was stretched. It's yeah. a sore. You know what I'm saying? And the healing of that, girl, that's a whole other story. And I feel like that's how they are able to tell whether you lost your virginity or not because of the scar tissue inside the vagina cavity. Right, but if that needs to be right, done, but, I'm but saying, can't nobody though, like, if you have one. You know when you when little girls go to the doctor and they say what well, the doctor said she's been having sex because it's scar tissue. It's scar tissue there, right. It's you, evidence. Yeah, you can see it, but like what if the girl don't have one? You right. can't just 
Or what if she was properly lubed? And exactly. What if it, she was ready to have sex and, you know, she expanded? Right. You can't tell then. But if the girl does bleed, I feel like it's being ripped. It was inserted before she was fully aroused. I feel you. And that makes a lot of sense. It happens a lot when, you know. Yeah. Rough sex, you know, when people don't do foreplay and arouse people. Mm-hmm. But it does make a lot of sense, though, because nine times out of ten, when young couples are engaging in sex, there's no foreplay, there's no arousal, there's no none of that. The only person that's aroused, that's aroused is the guy. So and, and it's easy to get you. Yeah, you know, and then once you just jam it in, that's why on the scene, like on Love and Basketball, she looked like she was having a heart attack. Right, because he just literally slid the condom on. She took her clothes off and his dick was hard. The vagina is self-lubricating, so turn the woman on. Suck a titty. Lick a neck, you feel me? (laughs) Do something. Lick a nipple, lick a neck. Rub on her. It's going to do something. It's going to tingle. And then once the tingling starts, you done got it going. It'll do the rest. Trust me. So are there any other interesting facts that we are leaving out? I feel like the fact that, you know, sometimes when you're having sex, you might feel like you have to pee even though you already pee right before. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's just stimulation of the bladder or the urethra. Mm-hmm. And it also is uh, sometimes that it's like some, it's a buildup of juices. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a little bit of urine mixed in it, right? But that's for female when, ejaculation. Yeah, that's what that's what's building up is your your cum. So when when women squirt, it's a lot of different stuff mixed up in that, it, right? It, but it, it holds the same chemicals as urine, right? But it comes from a different area. It's a big debate about that. A lot of people believe a whole lot of things. I know a lot of people believe girls be peeing in the bed, and I don't feel I. I mean, I've been, I've had squirt coming right to my face. It's not, it wasn't pissy, but it wasn't like water. I mean, of course, you know, it was some type of liquid. So, I mean, I know, I don't know. It's just, you know, it is what it is. It could be pee. Who gives a fuck? You did the shit. If you're not ready for that, don't do it. The other thing I wanted to talk about was soul ties with sex. Some people believe in soul ties. Some people don't. Me, I believe in soul ties. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in soul ties? I definitely believe in soul ties. What are soul ties to you? Ooh, to me, soul ties are the exchange of energies, whether it be good or bad. And I'm going to give you an example of the both. Okay, so... After I have sex or after I make love to justice, I can I feel like I can conquer the world. She's giving me the energy that she feels for me that is really deep down inside of her that she feels for herself as well. She gives all of that good shit to me and some of the bad stuff too. And when I'm done making love, I either feel uplifted or I can feel when Jay is sad or when Jay is going through something. It's two different types of energies after the lovemaking. And that is a soul tie. 
and ours is a lot stronger because we're in a relationship. But when I was having sex with a certain person who was having sex with multiple people, I did not know who the hell I was. Right. Because it was so many different people latching on to me. And in school, there was a poster that said... This person's connected to this person. Yep. This, and then you end up sleeping with all of these people. That's because if you're not cleansing yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, you still are holding on to those people's energies. And then the last person you sleep with sleeps with everybody that you slept with before. And in the, in the spiritual or the metaphysical world, because they are carrying that energy from those other people. Now, all of y'all are intertwined, which is a soul tie. Yes, perfect, babe. I feel you. And I feel like when you're having sex with someone, you can start by setting your intentions. Because I feel like everything we do is a ritual. Exactly. Everything. Yeah. And I feel like if I set my intentions to heal Mm -hmm. during the next time we have sex, if I go write it in my journal and plan and set my intentions to it, that's exactly what's going to happen. You can set it. And... Like you said, you can have a soul tie with a person and they could be damaged and they could be nothing but bad. And mm-hmm. that could be toxic energy that you're tying to your life mm-hmm. and carrying the pain and you can get sucked in. Mm-hmm. And from my past, it was a person I was with for a long time and I was feeling, I didn't understand why I was feeling the way I felt. It mm-hmm. was just like I could be somewhere and I might start crying. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And it's because I was connected to them on a sexual level. Right. And I felt even when we weren't together. You feel me? Right. And I felt the darkness of that person and it just felt like a cloud on me a lot. And and even if I look at the pictures of myself back then, I could still see it. Right. Even if sex wasn't going on no time around that time of the picture, but it happened and I was still dealing with that person, you could see it. Right. And so I released and cleansed myself of that person because soul ties are, you can absolutely get rid of soul ties. Yeah, you can definitely break that cycle of the people that are holding hands on that poster. And that is that comes from a spiritual cleanse, you know, like I explained in another episode where you close your eyes and you just take the scissors and you cut those cords and those connections with those people who no longer serve you. Get that energy off of you, whatever you got to do, dust yourself off, you know, get them off of you. And one thing that I wanted to say about soul ties is that it does not always have to be in the form of sex, guys. You can be soul tied to a friend who is either lifting you up or pulling you down. And we've already spoke about that as well. But these soul ties run deeper than just sex. You feel me? You could be you could be tied up to a bunch of people who mean you no good, family included. So just be aware of the connection that you have with these people when they are enraged. Does it affect you when they are sad or when they're going through things? Does it affect you if they're happy, if they're expressing good energy? Does it affect you? That means you are connected to these people. And like people say, the the eyes are the gateway to the soul. So once you make eye contact with a person, sad to say it, but a piece of that person is in you. You can't take it back unless you cleanse it. 
Yep, you cleanse it or you're aware and you know how to block that shit. Yeah, you can always put a shield up. Now, don't get me wrong. I did say some shit that wasn't correct. Now, if you do have a shield and you're if you're aware of your armor, you can protect yourself and block that. I had a friend who spoke about the armor and the shield and, 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 and they talk about it in the Bible. And people, that's why you need to, to use this stuff metaphorically and not physically because that armor... That shield of God, that is what we're talking about. Yep. You can't penetrate me because I have an armor. I'm protected by a beam, a, 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 an, an imaginary light that can't nobody see or can't nobody penetrate. Facts. And the last thing I want to say about this soul ties is crazy because my mama gave me like the perfect sex talk because mm-hmm. it was about tape. She was just like, it's like a piece of tape. When you have sex with this person, a piece of you stay with that person. But she was like, just imagine that she had a piece of tape and kept putting it on different surfaces and taking it off. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it's going to have the pieces of you because it's just a little weak piece of tape. Mm -hmm. Pieces of you going to be stuck to different people. And you giving some of your power away to people. Right. If you're not aware. Yeah, and and you are a very powerful person. And I know the people who have been in your life have benefited in so many ways. Even they probably aren't aware of it because you do bring such a beautiful light to people. And it's so dope. And the fact that you are walking how you walking and glowing how you glowing right now is is. It's dope as fuck to see you finally like, yeah, I am the shit. I've been the shit. And it took solitude. It took solitude. It took God removing everybody that I thought I needed Mm -hmm. and I quote needed because I was codependent. Right. And I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. And when I realized that, I started letting go of the people that I thought I needed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like all this ties into my spiritual (laughs) Mm -hmm. power and just realizing who I am and coming from the caterpillar that I thought I was and seeing the actual butterfly Mm -hmm. that I am. We are going to do an episode about our superpowers. I'm just waiting on Jayla to finish cooking up what her superpower is. And we are going to do... Uh, we won't, we, we are going to send out a little challenge for y'all to tap into your superpowers and figure out why you are here and your purpose for being here. I figured out mine, y'all. Y'all think, I think y'all gonna love it. I really think y'all gonna vibe with it. And I'm close. I know what it is. <laughs> I'm just working on that shit. Yeah. I'm standing in it. Yeah. And it feels good to stand in your superpower. I stood in my superpower today again, and it felt really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, women are powerful. We dope, man. We the only beings that can bring life. Yep. And our last topic, before we get up out of here, I want to talk real quick about Tantra. Just because we spoke about the power of the pussy, I would like to go into detail more about how she was talking about soul ties and why why there is a such thing as soul ties. Tantra is a sexual ritual that you can do alone or you can do with a partner. And what this is, is the exchange of energy, which is pretty much what sex is. 
But Tantra, on another level, you have to be, um, there has to be eye contact, synchronized breathing, synchronized rhythm, emotions. But a part of that that stuck out to me the most was what it says that practicing Tantra allows you to learn how to be in your body, mind, and soul. But it allows you to exchange energy with your partner that goes on after sex. Okay, so remember what I said about how I can feel whether Jay is up or down? That is what it is. And when you are out here having sex with different people, you, you're you doing that part of Tantra. You're exchanging that energy. And when I did start to feel a way after sex, I went and researched, and this is what I came up with. And it's called, it's spelled T-A-N-T-R-A. And it is about physical and spiritual awareness. And during this act, you basically, you got to be aware of the physical, which is the feeling. And on the spiritual level, connecting deeper with your partner, getting to know your partner on an intimate level. Beware of sex, guys, because nine times out of 10, you getting to talking to this person and we meet people who it feel like we've known them for a long, long time. You're connecting with that person. Then you have the nerve to lay down with this person and have sex with this person that you've just had this blazing ass connection with. When y'all have sex, y'all are going to fall into this ritual because of the connection. And then when you break apart and you bounce back into reality, it's hard to come up off of that. It's hard to get that energy off of you. So just be careful and be aware of sleeping with people and the power of the pussy because once you climb in it and once you tap into it a you're gonna feel away and you're gonna make her feel away and tomorrow when you are back in reality when you just told her all of those sweet nothings to slide in that good butter just know that that energy has altered how she feels. She might not necessarily even want a relationship with you, but the sexual act, the sexual ritual, the tantra made her get a little closer to you. Just be aware of that. Right. And it's just like the soul connection. The soul tie is connected to the soul, which connects it to your human. Exactly. To your being, because the soul is a human, a being trait. Exactly. And that that goes back to where it says physical, spiritual, and emotionally, mental. That person is connecting to you in all of those three aspects. And that's every walk of your life. So you're going to feel that person on different levels. You're going to know that person on a different level. You're going to know him differently than the cashier. Before sex, you and the cashier had the same amount of energy for this man. But once y'all crossed that line and he stuck it in, there was a different emotion after that. Doesn't necessarily mean a relationship, but just know the fucking energy changes. Know that. Do your homework. Because we ain't just shooting the shit out our ass. Because everything is energy. Every act is energy. Everything takes energy to do. And if you're carrying a negative energy and you plugging that into somebody else and you, as a woman and you sucking that in. Yeah. Talk to him, babe. Then what you think going to happen? You sucking in that negative energy and you got to realize the 
energy that that good dick carries. Exactly. It could be the best dick in the world. But, but the energy behind that shit is horrible. And it could make you... It could really take over you. Mm-hmm. You can tell a lot about a person by the, how they treat their loved ones and their tribe and people that surround them. Exactly. Because... A person who doing that shit out of love is a healthy person, more than likely. Exactly. Unless it's a, you know, a manipulator or mm-hmm. whatever else. But even then, you will find out. So, before you hit the sheets, dig deep. Pick their brain. Talk on the phone for about three or four weeks. Pay attention to them red signs. Like, don't ignore them. That shit that might trigger you and like, make you think, like, hold up. Listen to that hold up. Exactly. <laughs> Walk by faith and not by sight. Listen to your intuition. Exactly. You ready to get up out of here, babe? For sure. If you are looking for the queens, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Podbean, and Podcoin. Don't forget to get your coins for listening to these dope-ass podcasts. There's a lot more out here than just us, but do not forget to listen to your girls. Everything is at If It's On Your Chest, and we are on Facebook, the same name, If It's On Your Chest. We do have to let y'all know that this is the end of season one. Oh, yeah, this is the end of season <laughs> one. This is the end of season one. This is the last episode for season one. And basically, we're going to take a small break, get shit together, get some guests, and, you know, everything popping for y'all. Come with some new heat, some new fire. Might be introducing some new things. You never know. So stay tuned. Feeling cute. Might post a video today. <laughs> Thought that. I don't know. <laughs> you so silly. So yeah, man. So and um, we're coming up on our six months. We've been doing this shit for six months. Six months, and we don't plan on stopping no time soon. No time soon. I'm so proud of us, and it's just helping me with so many other areas in my life. Cause this podcast is like really dope, and it's really healing. We might drop a little short segment about you know our little six months. You never know, but. Yeah, that's all I wanted to add, babe. Oh, that was dope. Thank you, because I sure forgot to mention that. And that was very important information, so they won't be out here looking for us and can't find the kids. Right, but you have 16 or 17? You have 17 episodes. We have 17 whole episodes to catch up on. Before we drop season two on that ass. Our social media going to be popping. It's lit. It's lit, lit. So stay in touch, and we'll be back. And we love y'all, baby. I'm your girl, Shay. And I'm Jay. We will be back. But we are out for right now. Peace and love. Mwah. <laughs>